Welcome to episode one of One to World at Troy R3. This is Lori Horner. Today we are going to start focusing on what does One to World look like in the classroom. In other words, how do I connect students outside of the walls of Troy R3? So today we're going to just start off with Colleen Skiles and she's going to share some of the things that she does in her classroom. Hi Colleen. Hi Lori. So today I just like you to spend a little bit of time talking about in your world languages classes and what's the other course you teach? I'm exploring cultures. Okay, exploring cultures. What are some of the ways that you advance your students to one to world? Okay, so for one to world, in the world I introduce them to one to world and exploring cultures. So in exploring cultures we use two platforms. We use Beluga which is a great introduction. Um, the students go in and answer a series of 135 questions about their culture. And um, then I go in and hand select um, countries or cultures that I want them to connect with. And then we flip-flap questions. So is that individual students? Yes, individual students, individual students. Um, the second component of Beluga is um, something called a deep dive series, where it is lessons that Beluga teachers or partnering organizations created lessons. And the students can go in and complete the episodes of the lessons, and the student, other students around the world have also completed the episodes. So then they have an opportunity to compare their answers to the students around the world's answers and leave comments and chit chat back and forth about their answers. Um, yeah, so that sounds that mm -hmm. sounds amazing for your students. But as I understand it, there's also Beluga also has a little section there for uh, for teachers. Yes. So Beluga also now just started um, two weeks ago, um, a continuing learning community. And this is section about teachers. So it's just like the deep dive series where it is lessons that Beluga has created. And the teachers can go in and you start off with learning about curiosity-based learning, connected learning, um, digital citizenship, and you complete lessons just like the students do with teachers around the world. And you have the same opportunity as a community-based, you answer the questions, and you can see how other teachers around the world responded as well. Right, so what a great way to expand your own learning. Yes. And you get to try it out before you assign it to your students, yes. right? Yes, So, and also, you know, you're really talking about those um, deep learning pieces that you're asking kids to look at. Look at how I feel, and then, or what I think, and what my culture is like, and then look at lots of other students at the same time. Exactly, and you also are asking them to ask the deeper thinking questions. So for instance, if they don't understand or they need more information about something, you have the students ask the questions. Um, one of the most important thing is also how to ask those questions. Um, how to frame the questions, A, that is a polite way to ask, um, that you, that the person doesn't take an offense to how you're asking the question. Because whenever you are dealing with someone else's culture, you have to be careful how you frame your questioning. And then also how to ask the question to dig deeper and to find what you're actually looking for. Right, that's just awesome. Yeah. What a great thing. So also you use another platform. Yes, I use Pen Pal Schools. 
Um, Pen Pal Schools is a little bit more um, free when it comes to the culture. So um, Pen Pal Schools, um, you go in and you find a lesson. So there's tons of different lessons to choose from. My students do World Explorer, but there's everything from a STEM activity, mathematics, English, science. There's all different sorts of lessons. Um, they're coming out with new ones every month. And you go in, you select a project, and then your students sign up. You have your students sign up for it. Um, then they go in and there's a lesson designed. So they complete the lesson and there's only a video, some article reading, and then a question they have to answer. The students answer the question and as soon as they answer the question, a forum opens up to them. And this forum is all the kids who are inside Pen Pal schools, the, it's their answers. Um, it seems at first overwhelming <laughs> because there's 144 countries that are involved in the Pen Pal Schools world, but you have search options. So for instance, um, each one of my World Cultures kids has a um, country that they're in charge of. So if a kid is researching China, they can go in and they can type China into the search bar and any student from China who has answered the question it will pop up with their answers. So they could potentially connect with multiple mm -hmm. kids from the same culture. culture exactly. Mm -hmm. Or they can connect with multiple cultures. Um, whatever they're interested in, wherever their interest lies, they can go in and connect with it. Um, they could also potentially sometimes, like there's 144 countries that are connected. So obviously there's 50 plus countries that are not connected. You do have sometimes that kid who picks the country that's not connected on there. So when they do go into the search bar, it's going to pop up a country. It will pop up kids who have had that country's name in their answer. So they can then potentially right. then connect to a kid who has the same interests as them. So in a classroom, I might have a kid who's interested in a country that no one else in my class is interested in. So he really doesn't have a connection to someone in my classroom. Now he's just made a connection to someone outside of my classroom. He's now found a buddy and a friend that now he can talk to, that he can learn with, mm -hmm. that he's now made a connection with. So I know um, teachers think in terms of that there, there are already people out there listening to this thinking, okay, how safe is this for my right. kids? So they're connecting globally. Mm -hmm. How safe are they there? Each one, Beluga and Pimpel Schools, is a verified website. Um, and I do have a blog post that goes through the privacy um, terms and legal terms of both Beluga and Pimpel Schools. Um, to get into both of these websites, you have to go through a verification process. Um, you have to have codes, you have to have um, a school email account. The kids have codes to go in. Once you get in, you can delete the code. To get into Pen Pal Schools, I actually had to have the community director at Pen Pal Schools call um, and do a conference call with Dr. Salvo to verify that I am an employee of Troy South Middle Okay, School. so they've got their safety. Yes. Their safety is on high <laughs> gear, right? Yes. So do you have to get special permissions? 
um, from your student parents? Right. All, the, all the students, all the parents are notified that all the kids are doing this. And that the parents, if they do not want their kids to participate in this, they can then contact me and say, I, I want to opt out of this. I do not want my kid to be involved in this. And then I just find alternative programs. And Beluga and Pimpel Schools have the option to print everything out. So the kids are not losing out in the actual lesson, the content learning. I can hit print, and I can print out everything that the, all the other kids in the room are doing. Awesome. And the iPads are not restrictive in either one of those. No. Um, in either one of no, those. No, they are able formats. to go on and get into it and have a great time. That's awesome. <laughs> thanks, Colleen, no for problem. joining me today. And thanks for sharing with, our, with all of our staff. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for our first episode. If you would like to contact Colleen, for more information, her email is skiles, S-K-I-L-E-S-C, at troy.k12.mo.us. The two sites that she mentioned were beluga.org, B-E-L-O-U-G-A.org, and pinpalschools.com.